this is me in all my glory. I'm having a hot cross bun today. It's it's my reward for staying away from white bread and um, white pasta. What's the other thing I'm cutting out? Adding more chili. Just doing a whole bunch of different things. I know that you may think that this has always been the same way it was. Well, I can definitely, and so can other people who know me, that I can see more structure coming into my face. So, obviously, me having a food strategy is affecting my face first. So, this is my treat. I'm not allowed anymore. It's Easter. So, you know, I'm allowed. So I just really wanted to talk to you today about just some general stuff. So I'm Jill. G'day. Um, I'm brought to you by jillgeorges.com, website of Empowering Apparel. And um, I really wanted to talk about, you, you probably already know the whole apparel side. I'm all about empowerment and I'm a woman. Um, that doesn't mean men can't be empowered. I don't believe in, um, uh, what's the word, you know, dis disempowering men or making them feel any lesser than they may already feel themselves. I'm all about empowering yourself. Doesn't that make more sense? Um, I've been on, um, I've been on, on Facebook, you know, probably, I can't remember when, a while ago. I remember when someone first told me back about it. Oh, crikey. Probably maybe a couple of years after it was first done in um, the US or made in the US. Maybe six or seven. I can't remember. Anyway. But I got onto Twitter in very early 2010, almost like late 09, 2010. And um, I had this strategy because I didn't know anyone. And... Um, I liked the I liked the fact that Twitter was a medium where you could talk to whoever you wanted to, where um, you would find things that interest you. And for me, um, it was about um, I, I was very engrossed in what was happening all over the world because I knew that Twitter could provide that. They had um, newspaper from everywhere and people in European countries and. Um, and, the, and some of the major newspapers of um, or publications of the US. They knew what was coming. Some of them didn't. They were asleep. And even though you told them Australia's been asleep, but um, they just had so much interesting content and um, you could get it. And uh, for a while there, I was really keen, you know, like I was a um, trader in the market, made some good money on the market. Um, because you could see all the stuff that was coming through and therefore it was public. So I wasn't having any disadvantage or disadvantaging others who were not as keen to look at what was going on. So I suppose if I could say anything, I definitely made money looking at what was going on. I definitely didn't make money looking at what was actually going on on my page because the more people who I started following, so I had media, 
I had politics, I had technology, I had I, I had a few like, you know, A-lister type of people, you know, in the, in the entertainment world, but I didn't have a lot. I just had people who were relevant to me in my way or just my journey basically through life. Um, you know, for me it all really started probably, I don't know, maybe blah, 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 blah. I don't know, for me, my, my life started, like, I, you know, I have my kids and I have my exes and whatever like that, but for me, my life started in 1997 and it doesn't mean that nothing was of relevance before 1997, you know, I still had my family, they were all part pre-1997, but 1997 was, was a crux for me because I lost my naivety and for some people, especially boys, they they get to lose it early but you know from a girl who comes from a small town and had a nice little christian upbringing and um whose brother and sister had left home and it was just me and then we moved to brisbane and um my mum went to work they wanted to be self-employed so she went to work and and then dad went and did it and dad was basically the house husband i really didn't have any mentorship it was terrible. I had carte blanche, so I had to do what I had to do. So, yes, I joined mum and dad and I assisted with what they wanted to do. So mum and dad ended up, they had bookstores, publication, media. They had bookstores all over um, Brisbane and um, they just gradually opened up a new one. I'm going to turn the fan on. Opened up a new one, opened up another one. They had several. But the problem was is that Dad would not get onto social media. He just didn't want to get onto it. And um, before it was too late, um, you know, he, ha he was tripped by a con man who pretended to be his friend and he set up a server for him my dad had every single bookstore all of his bookstores every single book was listed every single book and um when we found out that the swindler uh, when he found out that basically we were looking at other options of what to do with the listings he pulled the server and it was you know if you've got a server that is controlled by one person, you're fucked. So let this be an advertisement for somebody who is on a singular server to get the fuck off it because especially if you've got a whole bunch of information on it. So if you've got an option and I don't work in this particular area but I had to learn fast and I tried my best to do something about it. But if you are in a position where you can look for the alternative, as in someone who can give you, uh, for instance, like we could have gone to the book site that would, would give us a dedicated server and we, at least we would have had, you know, we could have had two areas, but um, we didn't. Anyway, after that happened and after he pulled that server, Dad's life just went downhill and um, that was a big learning lesson 
for the business. And um, Dad, although his heart was in his work, he you take away years' worth of work, years' worth of work, and um, who was done from him and um, you know a couple of other people who used to come in part time. It was just lost. It's like thousands upon thousands upon thousands of books gone. And it was great because, you know, one bookshop would just look up the book, even though it was the most convoluted system because you'd have to look at, like you could type in the book or otherwise you'd have to look at listings of genre or something like that and just you could see so much was on there. And Anyway, it ruined them. It ruined them because that was years of work. It was like 15 years of work just down the tubes in like, one second so dad's life sort of you know it was okay and then it just went downhill because he just didn't have that he he lost that competitive edge and um that would be my advice for anyone who's in business is not to be tied to one server be tied to more than one um list on more than one so I, I was listening to a couple of gals on um my podcasting station am anchor fm and similarly they were talking about you know anchor's great anchor's free and you know you can do everything on it and um but don't put all your eggs in one basket so i thought to myself hmm that was very much like what dad went through and I apologise for whatever. Um, so that's why I upload to YouTube because at least I have another server um, and I upload what I can to social media because it gives me another server and um, I save some of them down to like my media and I when I am more financial, I will buy myself something where I can store it because at the moment we've got like three terabyte store, but I'd like to have my own. Um, lesson, the lesson in all this. I don't know where I began, but other than the fact that I think uh, the reason that I wanted to come on today is because, and the looking like this and not thinking about it, is that I needed to get a, the point across is that this is what happened to us. And it was the worst thing that could have happened. You know, our business on, on sale would have been worth so much more. Plus, I could also see what was heading. Like, you know, people always used to say, oh, you know, books are going to go out of business. Well, no, they weren't. Education is books. You know, you're still going to have technology, but that tangible item, you know, I don't have a book at the moment, but I've got my notepad. Like, I've got a notepad, but it's tangible. And if you don't want to put a screen up in front of your face before you go to sleep, a book is great. And, um, you know, I can read, I can read my um, Kindle or I can listen to audio, but sometimes. Sometimes you just want to escape into that book and there are a lot of people who feel that way and and there are a lot of people also younger generation who feel that way. The reason that these younger generations are getting into reading is not because they're going on Kindle or listening to audiobooks. They're reading books. They're going to their library. You know, they get gifts. I knew that books wouldn't go out. 
you know, being in that industry, it was never going to happen. It was just a matter of time for them to realise. And, um, you know, doing a review on that book site the other day that, you know, like they'll promote you and stuff like that. Well, it's part of advertising. It's part of marketing. There's other options that you can do, but, you know, that's fine. That's just one that seems um, on the surface tangible. But, um, yeah, it was really sad having been in that business for, I think they were in the book business in Brisbane. I came here in 80, so I think over 35 years, 35 to 40 years they were in the business and losing it all because of one server. Can you imagine? And just imagine what it could have been. Like there's so many things where you could, where we, we don't say it, mum especially doesn't say it, <clears throat> what could have been if that hadn't happened. And so, you know, I guess I, all I do is wish the worst upon the gentleman who did that to my dad. I wish the very worst um, because you're a mean and bad person. But, you know, there's nothing wrong with competition. Competition feeds the economy. Competition creates price fluctuation where there's affordability in certain seasons and not, you know. Competition creates less oligarchy or creates less power, um, you know, dodginess. Or I, I tr totally encourage competition. Um, which is probably why the reason that I do my podcast is I believe in promoting business that has surrounding business in its genre to promote it because it's like-minded. They go, okay, you know, like I did that one, um, that podcast about that book site. And it was either Wednesday or Tuesday, I can't remember. Um, and yesterday I get followed by a similar site that does the same thing. And that's what they do that like, it's like you bring them in together and you promote them and then you have nice business. That's not over capitalized on, you know, marketing position, but then is creating more competition, creates price differentiation of fluctuation so it's not always unaffordable. You know, there are certain things out there that used to be very expensive. I discovered something this morning that was very, used to be very expensive. I'm so excited about it. I'm not going to tell you about it because it's a surprise. But what I will do is I'll probably document that journey because talking, I'm sorry, listening to some of the marketers out there and the gurus out there, you know, the things that work for you in marketing is when you are yourself. And I think for me, being myself, this is a big one. It's a big one. It's totally me. It um, sort of maps my life as to who I was and where I am now and where did it stop me. And I think for me it stopped me at the age of 22, 22 or 21, something like that or just a little bit before because my whole life changed because of one thing in my life that it affected. So I thought 
I'm not going to be able to do it. I'm not, and I just, I thought, I'm not going to be able to do it. Therefore, I'm not going to be able to afford to get what I need to get in order to change what I can do so I can do what I need to do. I don't know if that makes any sense, but that's what it is. Anyway, um, so I'm 49. I'm 50 next year. Should be a good party. I would think that I'm going to feel better about myself next year. I don't, I don't submit to say that I'm going to be some super guru or anything like that. I'll never be a super guru. But I think that I will be able to have some sort of really good understanding of how I can affect my own life and how it can help me enjoy the rest of my life. And not to say I don't enjoy it now. I sort of don't. The only This is what I enjoy. I enjoy... I enjoy this time that I can promote and, and, and be myself and I enjoy the time with my son who's um, a teenager who is just beautiful. I love all of my kids but they don't live here, you know. Last night, here's an example. My daughter lives on the other side of town. I went out, um, my son was here but I knew, you know, be home at a respectable time so I, I was home by nine. But... I went over to my friends because we'd been having wine and um, I, I, I rang my daughter and I said, can you pretty please pick me up and, and drop me home because I've been drinking. I could catch two buses which would make it make me late or I could catch an Uber which of course <sighs> finances one of the two oligarchies, so Uber and taxis and, um, you know, I don't want to do that because they make enough, they don't need my money um, and um, what little I have of it. So um, otherwise I was just going to bus it. Would I walk it? I think it's a bit far and I would have gotten home like midnight. That would have been a three-hour walk. That's what I reckon. Maybe two, maybe a two-hour walk. But, I've, I've, you know, it's not like I can't do the walk. You probably think she's not going to do the walk. I've done that walk before, but I didn't want to do that walk, hey, because I've been having wine. The great thing is I, w I would have had my phone with me. I didn't know how much it was charged, so I probably could have done a podcast as I was walking or even some bloody video. It actually, it actually probably would have been an awesome opportunity, but I didn't, so I can't change that anymore. Anyway, her and her other half, it was halftime footy. They came and picked me up. I'm like, oh, you guys are so beautiful. You're so beautiful. Thank you. Got home. Got home just after nine. They said goodbye. They waited for me to go in the door because I made sure the door was locked. Um, they're just, you know, uh, the reason that I say that story is my kids are beautiful. It's just that my teenager's at home. So if I talk about my teenager more than all of my other kids, it's because I have more interaction with them. I don't have as much interaction with my older kids because they're all growing up like how I did. You know, when you come from a family who is more so disjointed because we're a little bit of a disjointed family, um, you tend to not be as jointed. And I think in a military family, because, um, you know, we're a military family, got some military kids, um, you're moving around all the time. 
and um, we're also a blended family and and that causes its own problems but nothing's perfect my life isn't far from perfect but it's not shit it was shit when the business went down and then I needed time to get out of the shit but I'm out of the shit now so it's not shit anymore I can I know all of these things that are at my disposal I know how I can try and earn money because like I went for a job the last week and they said to me um do you have any issues with any of the hours and stuff like that and I said mm, I don't want to work on the weekend which is stupid if you want a job you'd say yeah I'm available 24 7 but no no I'm 49 and um you know, if if it's okay, as in, if I really needed that job, then I would have said I was available 24-7. I didn't need that job. I just wanted it. I just wanted it. It was like, you know, 20 hours. Started at 5.30 shifts and they ended at 10 p.m. No. I'm too old for that shit. So if I want to be tired, I want to be tired because of the fact that what I'm doing to make myself money is going to make me tired. So therefore, you know, that's what I think. Maybe they thought, mm, no, she's just not a good blend. I'm great at retail. I'm excellent at selling. I know how to market. You know, I'm not fantastic, but you don't need a piece of paper to market. You know, you just need to have an understanding of how you do it, you know, and there are clues out there on how you can do it and it's very it's not a big cost it's a big cost when it comes to you hiring the right influencer or social media marketer that might cost you money but you know if you hire a good social media marketer you'll be fine um, just people who understand how it works you know so this is not a, a job advertisement or anything like that I don't need to do that. I know how to get a job. Um, and I have my website, which I'm fine with. But um, I just really wanted to put it out there. I, You know, I listened to a um, podcast today or a blog or a blog or whatever it was. I listened to something today. And, you know, like he was saying that, you know, people will be able to tell if you don't enjoy what you're doing. I fucking enjoy what I'm doing. If you understood, okay, if you, like, you know, I always wanted to be an actress. I always wanted to be a singer. I had the opportunity. I learnt music from Dot and I did acting from Dot. My first role was in Joseph's Technicolor Dreamcoat um, and I played Joseph because I was a great singer. And um, I've done musicals, I've been in opera, I've played numerous instruments, but there was just one thing that stopped me, one tiny infinitesimal thing that stopped me. And um, to me, it meant the world and it was stuck in my head. So then what I had to do was reverse it and go, okay, well, if I'm not going to do acting and singing, what all is it that I do? Well, I can do retail. 
I can sales, I can sell, I can sell anything. I know how to buy, I know how to sell, I know how to haggle. I know all that shit. That's, you know, I taught my kids to do that shit. We used to go garage sailing. I taught my kids. I was so proud. My son one day bought a fan at a garage sale for five cents that he haggled down. And they gave it to him for five cents because they were so impressed with his haggling skill. Like, I can do that shit. I'm confident. Not always. Depends. I'm not put off by power. Um, unless you're someone who means something to me, then I'm a little bit nervous. I've been around a couple of people in my life. I've had an ex who worked in media. Those people are just people and sometimes they're not even very nice. But some of them are really lovely. So um, I'm just not put off by it. You know, I've gone to parties. I can go and talk. I can... I can I remember I was working in the company that I, a company that I worked for, and um, I said to them, uh, "It was only three years ago, maybe. Yeah, I don't think it was four. I think it was three years ago." And he came to visit us, and um, he had just some meetings with a few of us in the office or a office, and he talked to me, wanted to know who I was and story about me, and what does he think about the company, and what do I think that they could do better with. And I said, I think you could do better with spending more on technology. You need to look at your security and your social and more so your security because it's coming. I didn't say it in that way. I just said to him, you know, you just need to spend so much money on tech. You really need to spend money. So that's just that's not just hardware. Like that's everything that goes along. That's the people. You know, I was I was listening to that thing the other day, that conference, and um, it was in Germany, and they were talking about seven hundred thousand employees. And I know that there are a lot of people in this world who work, but seven hundred thousand of the top four companies of this world. Are employed by the top four tech firms. 700,000, the top four tech firms. So you need to look at yourself and think, should I spend some money? Probably. I don't know if you're going to be listening to this. Chances are you won't be. But if you do, you may find value to what I've said. So anyway, um, as for that company three years later, I've had a friend who picked up a job tech-wise. Um, I said to him, don't work for them. Don't work for them. They, they won't do the spend. They won't do the spend and they haven't done the spend. Um, I'd say from whisperings out there, you're not doing the spend. Do the spend. Stop being so cheap. You know what? Like how many years, think about it, think about it this way. How many years did Qantas not give dividends out? How many years? You know, people who have dividends, they have them all over the place, especially when you like, you're talking about all the baby boomers and stuff like that. They've got dividends everywhere. One company or one genre of companies 
does not make all the dividends that they're receiving. So make a fucking decision and do a spend and build up 700,000 people in the top tech firms all over the world to your industry and you put on another 700,000 just in yourselves and you'll have the best fucking companies that there are and people will go, they're looking after us, we're really fucking happy with them, I feel confident with them, I don't feel like I'm going somewhere else. I'm just saying. Anyway, I think I went off on a tangent. But, um, yeah, so that was that conversation. Um, I'm not one of these people who, like, years ago knew what was coming. No, 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 no. But I had a bit of a gist of what was happening because of pretty much my Twitter page and the amount of people. Like, Twitter completely gave you that advantage of being able to communicate all over the world. All over the world. And I was always a talker of all over the world. I, I meet people in all sorts of countries and if they don't speak English that doesn't mean I don't follow them or I don't they can follow me but I don't I suppose the whole point is that you're you know you're hooking them up with people but if I don't understand what you're saying I don't know how I'm hooking you up so I don't know I'm not sure I can't tell you that part but if I can understand what you're saying and um, I think it aligns with what Twitter is trying to do which is a marketing platform, um, why wouldn't you do that? Anyway, that's enough of my rant. Hi, I'm Jill. I come to you from jillgeorges.com. Jill Georges, by the way, no one's heard it here. Jill Georges is not my name. It is my brand. So therefore, I call myself Jill Georges. Love you. Thank you for listening. I adore the fact that you're listening, if you've got to this point of listening. Until next time, bye.